0: Hey guys, welcome back to Are You Afraid of D's and we have a fucking awesome ass show tonight. I have two special guests. We're going to be talking about some little known haunted spots here in Chicago. I have Jeffrey. Dome Sanchez and his wife, Jennifer Sanchez Dome here tonight. Now, Jeff is a very good friend of mine. He's a mentor, I would say. He is a writer, historian, coin collector, major Domo. Uh, And Jennifer is a force sensitive uh, budding psychic. Uh, And I'm going to let them talk and introduce themselves and tell them uh, tell you guys a little bit about themselves and what they do, and then we'll get into some of the stories that we have tonight. So, Jeff, fucking welcome. Took us long enough to do this. How are you? Thanks, Tyler. I'm glad to be here. Uh, you know, I've I've been
1: into the. Uh, it's you know, obviously not what I'm known for in the author world. I'm known more in the games industry as uh, you know, uh, just someone who's been there for a long time, essentially. <laughs> Like, make, helps make the business run. We'll go with that one. So, on the side, I've written a number of books, uh, including uh, The Guide to Archer Avenue. And, you know, in general, I'm, I'm sort of a skeptic where it comes to ghosts. And I, I really, uh, you know, I like to see hard evidence. You know, that's just my science background and that sort of thing. And uh, we'll, we'll introduce Jennifer here, who is our uh, budding medium. Oh.
2: Hello. Jennifer Sanchez Dome. Yes, uh somewhat of a medium I would say. More sensitive to areas I go into. Um just something I've picked up since I was little and seems as I get older just more sensitive to more things I realize. More houses, more places I visit.
1: <laughs> yeah, she uh really has some issues with some places when she walks into them. So uh you know, and uh you know, she can feel things around her, you know. As much as anyone can, so.
0: That psychic, psychic team. Um, yeah. So, uh, Jeff and I go way back. Jeff gave me my first, uh, published work. Uh, working as an artist, and we've worked, uh, on RPGs well, I didn't together. Give. On I an. Didn't off- really
1: earned that one.
0: So. <laughs> do it. You do enough free work, someone eventually tosses you a bone, right?
1: No, no, no. Yeah, no. You're you're an excellent artist. You just, uh, I just discovered you. It was different. <laughs>
0: God, it's funny because I watch some of the pictures that pop up on on memories sometimes on Facebook. And like, I'm like, God, we were little. This seems like it was like a lifetime ago. Um, But See, what, uh, what's
1: fucked up about that is that's like only about halfway through for me. Like, <laughs> I was like well into the gaming industry by the time I ran into you. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, that was uh, that was the. Uh, Zero zero then we went on to the tens where things got all kinds of crazy. So
0: <laughs> oh man. Yeah, definitely good good times all around. I'm surprised I made it out of some of those conventions alive, that's for sure. I was I all... <laughs> can't talk about that
1: shit, that <laughs> But
0: uh so uh one of the reasons I wanted to bring you on because uh Jeff, you are you know you did teach history and you're great at explaining uh, well, actually,
1: I, t- teach, I taught forensic science, which is not history.
0: What do you mean? I thought you taught history, too.
1: Oh, no, I definitely didn't teach history. I wrote stuff about history. Uh, Good enough. For, for various books, various websites, things like that. But I was actually a forensic science
0: teacher. Oh, man, that's even more big brain. But anyway, you, uh, we've went to some of these spots on the south side and i've gotten my own kind of private tour from you and i have to say they're way better than any of the ones you're going to take downtown although they're very cool they're also very like standard right you're going to hear about the saint valentine's massacre you're going to hear about the eastland disaster you're going to hear about the iroquois uh, theater fire but That is just scratching the surface. There is so much more fucked up shit uh, on the south side. And I wanted to start off with talking about kind of an overview of Haunted Archer Avenue and some of the sites along there. And uh, you're very knowledgeable about and encyclopedic about all these things. So uh, I was just going to have you take it away. Tell us a little overview about the Haunted South Side.
1: Sure, uh, you know. So the reason you might think of me as a history teacher is because, uh, as part of a, you know, like I'm a journalist. Uh, so that's, you know, the main thing uh, that you would, you know, take away from this is that, like, you know, my current job is in journalism slash editing. Back in the day. Like you know, I would I would find out about some of these things, write some books about them. Yeah, the haunted Gu- guide to Archer Avenue. That's it's actually one of my best selling books to date. It's a it's a fantastic book, right? You know, aside from the online sales, there's also been like, you know, it just people keep rediscovering it. It's it's a very very it's a short. It was meant as a tour guide essentially. Uh, for somebody asked me on uh, the Ashbury Coffee House a long time ago asked me to put together a, a, a tour guide of the uh, Haunted Archer for them, and they just kept selling the book. I mean, it's, you know, I think this has got to be, you know, 15 years old at this point or something. No, maybe yeah, like, 15. no, no yeah, uh, might be more like 11 or 12. I don't know. It's been around for a while, and I haven't really updated it lately. But uh, essentially, you know, I went through, there's this road, you uh, in southwest uh, Chicago uh, called Archer Avenue. And people would recognize this road because, you know, it essentially connects, like, Summit in, all the way down to Route 83, okay? And there's so much messed up stuff on that road. Uh, and it's also, like, you know, there's rumors that there's, like, a ley line that runs down the road because the I&M Canal runs right down the road and uh there's just you know just if you name any haunted location on the south side it would be like you know like jenny what are the, some of the haunted locations
2: oh man you start down south south you go Mantino, yeah, so anything in Mantino. Oh
1: well, no let's let's just talk about archer. what's on archer yeah like the uh so what's you know going from summit down what are some of the locations
2: monk's castle
1: okay so then uh Oh, man. oh so it's like Resurrection mm-hmm. Cemetery. Yes. Yeah, the Resurrection very. Uh, not so far away from this would be like Bachelor's Grove.
2: The Irish legend.
1: Yeah. So, what was across from the Irish legend? It
2: was the Wilbur Ballroom.
1: Yes, the, the old Henry slash Wilbur Ballroom was a, a a haunted location until it burned, burned down, down about
2: and, maybe six seven years ago. Yeah, I
1: would say it was like 2016 yeah. that it burned yeah. down. Uh, And then there was other weird stuff. There was the healing waters. That's like this, this little park that's in Willow Springs that, you know, was a place where uh, Native American tribes used to take their dead to heal them. And, you know, who knows what's buried there. And, you know, it's theorized that Willow Springs itself was built on some mounds. And then the Underground Railroad was somewhere under Willow Springs, too. So, and then, what's, what's the yeah, house? the
2: Ashbury Coffee House itself.
1: Yes, there's the Ashbury, right. Yeah, what, Ash- what's the Ashbury one house? There's an up, a house with an upside-down cross. What do they call that? Know, it's,
2: they just call it, I think, Satan House.
1: Satan House, I don't yeah.
2: I there is a real name. Yeah, there's
1: there's <laughs> no real name. Satan House got sold recently, and they showed us what was inside of it. Cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh,
2: scary, scary had, enough. Yeah, they had a scrying
1: glass house. in there. We were like, what the hell is this? So maybe the kids were right about that one. <laughs> A scrank, so, but, like
0: a uh, a globe or a or a piece of glass or what what was it oh an actual mirror uh, okay
2: yeah that's where they would look into it and then try and contact the spirits through the mirror right um and really freaky all the snakes and the woodworks
1: yeah it was <laughs> so clearly it was not funny. done as a like
2: an ornamental, ornamental
1: piece i think <laughs> <laughs> like, somebody did this on purpose so <laughs> So uh, that's general. Oh, and there's also Redgate Woods, which is the site ah, of yes. the uh, the nuclear reactor waste slash nuclear test sites for the University yeah. of Chicago.
0: How can you imagine all that stuff compacted into that stretch of land? Now, you mentioned leyline, and I, I think it would be good to just expound on that a little bit more. What what do people think ley lines are in general?
1: Uh, ley lines in general are just like uh, you know flows of energy. Uh, you know, like the, the earth has different areas connected to each other, uh, via flows of energy and, uh, you know, and the energy, you know, like science, you know, obviously I go back to my scientific stuff, like, you know, I, I believe it has something to do with electromagnetism, uh, as far as, uh, you know how this energy is flowing and they've never really proven that ley lines actually exist but there's often just way too many weird coincidences uh they usually coincide with like rivers water lakes stuff like that
0: plus also there seems to be like you said a lot of native american mounds and other structures and stuff built along them so it kind of lends i guess a little bit of credence like you know ancient peoples kind of knew there was something going on with that area
1: yeah, I mean,
0: like, they were, like, Is with Little sure in
1: particular, they were kind of burying their dead over there. So, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of rumors that have gone on in that t- I mean, the town itself has had a lot of weird stuff happen, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so, like, it was an Al Capone town. It was one of those, uh, because of, you know, the road that goes through it, it was one of those bootlegger destinations and stops. So who knows how many people ended up dead because of that. Uh, also, like there are just a ton of cemeteries on Archer Avenue itself. So like if you go down from Summit through Justice all the way out to Willow Springs and all the way down to Route 83, I think you pass something like four cemeteries. And that's a whole ton. So, and plus unmarked stuff. <laughs> so, And possible Indian burial mounds, which I believe were under some condos that were built there in the 80s.
0: Yeah, I, I out of places I would not want to live in a condo, in uh, that's probably top of the list there.
2: Well, I
1: actually did live in a condo there.
0: did <laughs> they tell have a pet you, cemetery in there? <laughs>
1: uh, it's not so much like ghosts or anything like that, it's uh, uh-huh. just the people are a little strange there. So, uh, you know, I just remember this one story where uh, like somebody was off their heart meds or whatever. Uh-huh. And I knew that they were into Wicca a little bit. Uh, and they were just going from like door to door in the condo complex, like looking for, you know, just like knocking on doors and, you know, blabbering gibberish or whatever. I mean, the they cops were... said it was the person was off their heart meds or something like that. Were... I've never even heard of heart meds doing that to somebody.
0: <laughs> they were so, trick or treating.
1: Like, yeah. They, it was just weird, weird stuff. And, like, you'd get a lot of, like, you know, you'd get a lot of just uh, people knocking on doors, running away, you know. I mean, it's just, just weird feelings across the board.
0: Uh, cool drug addict behavior, for sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't well, it's so much drugs. I mean, it's a, you know, it's a community. It's sort of, like, I don't know. It just seems like they're all on edge all the time, so... It, it,
0: So I mean, I don't
1: think it has anything to do with crystal meth.
0: So like,
1: I could be wrong, but
0: well, no, I don't. I don't think you're wrong at all. I think there's definitely something that you know, if the the air is charged with that weird energy, I think that can definitely affect people because you look and see, you know, how how the um you know the moon phases and the moon tides and stuff like that still affect uh people and you know look at uh the rate of crimes on full moons and stuff like that too so i you know i certainly personally believe in a lot of that stuff and i don't think it's that crazy to believe
1: so jenny what have yes. you what have you thought about like you know you've been in willow springs <laughs> a whole lot <laughs> so you know walking the I M canal and going ashbury Ashburn's right yeah tell me tell us a little bit about the coffee house you know
2: <laughs> you just, oh you just walk in there you could just feel all the history in there you could just like feel all the spirits uh especially when you go upstairs I'm not too sure what the upstairs used to be there's definitely a lot of you could it's just a different atmosphere as the bottom where the actual coffee houses restaurants Jenny
0: part. what was the Ashbury was it was it a saloon
2: um I think it used to be I believe it was,
1: it was a general store,
2: general, but it wasn't, I think there is also talk that it used to be a uh, lady of the night, uh brothel type place too, but right that in the upstairs be, at least, yeah, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So you to, get, you, to
1: you clarify get your the general store was actually in the parking lot where the Ashbury is. Okay. Okay. And it burned down. Uh,
2: I think the building actually burned down a few times, hasn't it? Yeah, actually it's it's
1: been a few things, times. Yeah. Like, the Royalty West has only been there since, like, the late 70s, early 80s, something like that. So, uh,
0: but so also- it was a, a full-service station.
1: <laughs> yes, it was a full-service stop for bootleggers.
0: <laughs> uh, so now I've told the story before on this on this show like i said jeff but do you do you want to tell them about what happened when you took me to the ashbury
1: i mean something different happened every day at the ashbury okay like you no, know, <laughs> i'll tell you i mean the one we had where your your laptop just stopped working uh you know completely fried I mean,
0: after i was making fun of the prostitute ghost
1: right exactly yeah you, you pissed off the prostitute ghost good job tyler it's <laughs> High five. (laughs) So, but, uh, you know, we've had all kinds of stupid stuff happen there. I mean, the main one, uh, you know, the candles one is the weirdest story that came out of there where we used to have like a booth that was like a VIP booth or whatever. And, uh, this was way back in the early days, like in the nine late nineties, early 2000s, something like that. And, you know, we'd be out there pretty late, uh, one, two o'clock in the morning. And there was one night where we were all there very, very late. We had, uh, you know, we had basically closed the whole place off, blown out the candles, you know, shut down the, uh, you know, the, the audio equipment or whatever was there for open mic night. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we're all about ready to walk out the door. At like, I want to say 2.30 in the morning or something like that. And we walk upstairs and we see the candles are all lit. What? And no one had been up there. Uh, and then the other thing that happens is, as soon as we try to walk, we blow out the candles. Uh, one of the employees got an ashtray thrown at them. What? Yeah.
0: Oh my god. That's so insane. Yeah, there's
1: poltergeist so, activity. So that was there.
0: That was around the like 1 a.m., 2 a.m. time.
1: Yeah, I mean you were getting close to witching hour so I mean all kinds of weird crap happens.
0: Dang. Yeah, well I well maybe maybe I got the uh light end of it uh there by not being there. I, I again to this well, day know, I haven't was, been back it was there. It's different when
1: you get smoke, you know, like cuz like this that was before the smoking rolls and all and I went to play so like that place was like a chimney effect Sure, yeah.
0: Yeah, but, well, and
1: but... so we did have ashtrays that got thrown at people. Oh, my God. So,
0: yeah, I guess. We, yeah, it's funny. We should explain that. Like people, younger people would be really like, wait, why were there ashtrays in there?
1: <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I never smoked or anything. But, you know, when you walk out of there in the, the 90s and the early 2000s, like you definitely smell like, you know, you'd been in an in <laughs> inferno or something like that. So, <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh yeah definitely do not miss that um so uh, but Ashbury overall like cool place to stop at if people wanted to go there cool they they have coffee they're a coffee house primarily right do they have uh, food there I forget
2: uh mostly like soup sandwiches I know um, yeah smoothies yeah your typical coffee house type place yeah got it ice cream <laughs> oh Very and Jeff cool. is about the painting
1: there you said oh yeah there's a terrifying painting in there There Uh, i'm not quite sure like the previous owner was into auctions so he was Uh just buying random crap to throw in his you know his decor in there and there's this really bizarre painting in there that's just got an odd aura to it and Uh, i'll
0: have to find a picture of it what do you remember what it is of
1: it's still up there i think it's like a silver painting or something like that it's just it's weird looking and Uh uh, i mean you'll immediately recognize it if you ever saw it so uh but yeah no it would fall down all the time and you know we just have weird things happen around it stuff move around you know glass
0: that interesting i do not uh remember any of that but i i definitely was it upstairs or downstairs it's in the it's in the main yeah area interesting okay i'll have to look into that try to find a picture to toss on the uh instagram about that
1: so let's talk about the real shit show in illinois (laughs) all right which is the uh bachelor's grove
0: all right go ahead
1: resurrection i you know i have mixed opinions about resurrection after i'd researched it so me and a couple other uh ghost historians uh, like Ursula Bilsky, uh, you know, she's gone into that in some depth. Yeah, the Resurrection. You know, when you go deep into that ghost story, it essentially boils down to, and, and there's historical records out there of this. I don't know. I, I researched this like more than a decade ago, but like it, it's it's one of those like evolving myths. Okay, so there is uh, the Phantom
2: farmhouse. Uh,
1: no, no, the, no. The, no, no. We're not done to bachelors yet, but mm-hmm. uh, there's there's something like the the phantom hitchhiker is is a very sure. classic story as right. far as ghost stories that dates back into Ireland. Okay, where you know people would be on the road and you know they would pick up somebody in their carriage or whatever, and then the person.
2: <laughs>
1: and uh, you know this is just folklore. This is one of those ghost stories that's just folklore. It's it's definitely like you know, traveled down throughout history as, you know, and like, you know, we've had a lot of Irish people settle here and they have their version of that story. And I believe what happened with Resurrection is that uh, it was part of a uh, sermon uh, given at St. or what used to be a church that was at St. James of the Sag. And it was like a preacher explaining uh, to people, the evils of dancing, because it revolves around the Willowbrook ballroom as well. So, and I think that thing got translated into a ghost story. I'm not, like, 100% sure that Resurrection Mary exists. I think that's one of those, like, parapsychology things. Sure. So-
0: but, it, yeah. I mean, fair to say, though, that that's one of the biggest stories that comes out of folklore here. And I I do like Ursula. I've read two of her books. I, I read her book about Bachelors Grove, and I read her book. Um, I think it was Haunts of the White City was the other one that I read by her. And she does say in her book about uh, several of the stories from Bachelors Grove as well that she feels like that are attributed to sort of um, certain folklore legends like the hook man and stuff like that that's just kind of like been every every state every country has a sort of story like that
1: right and i think that applies more to resurrection mary than anything else the the only thing that has been like a substantial proof of resurrection mary has been the bars that were removed from resurrection cemetery did you ever hear about that one or no
0: uh tell us about it that sounds scary as hell
1: so there's a gate outside of Resurrection Cemetery, and at some point during, like, I think it was the late 80s, early 90s, or something like that, you know, a Resurrection Mary sighting happened, and the next day, there were, like, handprints as though the bars had been bent and attempted to be opened to the, the gate.
0: From the inside?
1: From the outside.
0: Like, so someone's trying in. to go back in? yeah weird
1: right and so you know the, the cops over there sort of you know replace the bars as quickly as possible and
0: right yeah you know, nothing
1: i mean that's like the most substantial proof there is to that ghost story everything else is just kind of like seems like it's a derivative of the irish legend uh you Oliver
2: know Ballroom. yeah
1: yeah <laughs> it's sort of a derivative of that sermon so, well, so right. then
0: what, what was the proposed story? It was about a girl that was dancing at the Willowbrook ballroom and
1: right. She was dancing at the Willowbrook ballroom and her carriage flipped over or something like that. And, uh, you know, she died. And there's, <laughs> there's also, uh, Oh, what do you call There's also a young man involved too, because it's usually how those things this the, the sort of, you know, Christian sermon stories go. Right. And, uh, you know, so like it's both uh, you know, a don't touch boys and you know, don't go dancing, you know, story.
0: Is uh otherwise,
1: is otherwise you die and become a ghost. So, clearly. Yeah. Is
0: that also is that a different story from uh the uh the, the devil dancing and leaving footprints at was that also at Willowbrook?
1: That's uh that's a derivative story. Of, that's also uh, right, yeah. Yeah, these are all like derivative stories revolving around the ballroom and the the church and the cemetery. So,
0: well, that's uh, what you think, Jen. What do you think about that? Do you think they're all derivative? Or do you think there's a little truth to them happening here?
2: I think there's a little truth to them happening. Uh, as yeah, far Jeff. The ballroom. I mean, it's totally plausible. You know, someone you know dancing white dress. Uh, well, actually, I heard that you he got into a car accident. I didn't hear the buggy one
1: um well the, maybe, the the carriage evolved oh, the into carriage a car on, yeah. like oh, well, that
2: might. i don't know
1: <laughs> that's that's the evolution of the story is it's, it's like it starts with horses mm-hmm. and then as you get motor vehicles like she upgrades to yeah. like you know a rolls royce and then a taxi or something so, like. right so that, too, it
2: makes you want to think could it be like several different uh women i mean because if you go down archer Ab- archer avenue now you'll see a uh, lot of different uh Crosses where people have passed, um, I'm guessing, due to car accidents, what have you. Um, so the Gen Z version knows. is
0: going to be uh, so a girl getting hit on a Divi bike.
1: It could be. <laughs> right. I don't know. The, the Gen Z version is like a Razor scooter or something. Like <laughs> It's like, yeah, yeah, a Divi bike would be really funny. couldn't uh, <laughs> get a ride home or an Uber. There it is
0: right yeah getting, getting uh, hit on an phantom,
1: uber ride home
0: phantom uber did I, did I tell you i got hit by an uber in february
2: oh no oh, why
0: no. well and i'm still alive because it was an uber driver and he wasn't watching he hit me in a crosswalk
1: oh that's bizarre i, was, I, was, I mean I was... i've been hit you were in the city right
0: <laughs> yeah i was in the city
1: yeah i mean i've been hitting a crosswalk in the city while i was on a bicycle so
0: it was I... awesome
1: I, I, don't I was okay. So
0: clear, clearly, I, I went, I went up on the hood, but like it knocked my shoe off and it went like down the block. <laughs> it was, it was pretty comical. But thank, thankfully, I was okay. This, this body was built for taking hits, apparently. So. Right. I
1: I was stood <laughs> a, a Land Rover blast, so I felt really good about it. Oh my that.
0: god, a Land Rover. Yeah. Oh my god, was there a dent in the Land Rover when it was done with you?
1: <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm glad it was a Land Rover because there was plenty of room to go under the car without going under a wheel yeah jesus yeah
0: i don't know i don't want to relive that
1: so let's move on
0: (laughs) i didn't yeah wow hey we got another thing in common we've both been hit by cars very cool well
1: Well, uh if you (laughs) go to the city of chicago there's a pretty good chance you'll get hit by a car
0: so (laughs) it's not really a
1: matter of if or as much as when
0: (laughs) yeah it's when Oh, boy. Well, alright, well, so Resurrection Cemetery, any other lore that you'd like to talk about about the cemetery itself, or anything else of note or interest? I
1: don't know. Jenny, what do you got on Resurrection? Oh, I
2: guess what you said, basically. (laughs) Nothing else. (laughs) Yeah, there's
1: not a whole lot else. I mean, it's a a very straightforward ghost story. It's like girl gets picked up by random vehicle (laughs) hitchhiking, ends up back at cemetery, disappears. I mean, that's you know, tale as old as time, very literally. So
0: <laughs> very much, it just hasn't been made into a Disney movie yet. All right, well oh, uh, I'm sure. <laughs> well, actually, it has. It's in Haunted Mansion
1: because there's hitchhiking ghosts in Haunted oh, Mansion. Oh,
0: there is. Oh, yeah. I so have...
1: that's how old the story is. Oh my
0: God! <laughs> wow. Oh <Yeah>. my God. <laughs> very cool. Well, maybe I'll have to check it out now. So, uh, how about then we uh, we've we've talked about it a little bit, but uh, would you like to dive into Bachelor's Grove?
1: Yeah, this is the only one I really like in all of Illinois that I'm just like 100% yes, this is a complete shit show. <laughs> you know, I just I can't even quantify how screwed up that location is. Okay. Uh, so, for those of you that haven't been, uh, at some point or another, uh, Bachelor's Grove was rated the 13th most haunted location in the world. Wow. Okay. In the world. In the world. Not like, you know, yeah, US. not not the,
0: not the U.S., not Illinois, the world.
1: The world, right? So, uh, and it was number thirteen, which I thought was pretty interesting. So very cool. The generally unlucky number. It's
0: very fetch. Uh, you
1: know, the the most haunted location in the world is probably still the Tower of London. I I somehow doubt that will ever change, uh, because that place is just super screwed up too. Uh, you know, and then you get stuff like the Winchester House in there, and some other things. But uh, you know, great pyramids of Egypt, things like that. Uh, but yeah, Batchers Grove is—you know—it's this remote cemetery in Midlothian, off the Midlothian Turnpike. Uh, if you know where it is, you know where it is, and you've probably been there. Uh, there are a series of problems going on with this place. Uh, and a lot of them root back to the 60s and 70s. Although the, I forget how, how old the actual cemetery is. I mean, it used to be just like an old farmhouse cemetery uh, owned by a person named Bacheleter. Okay. And, uh, you know, they just buried, you know, the people in the, from the area there. Right. So there was no real big problem with the place up into the 60s and 70s when Satanism and witchcraft started you know emerging and uh you know people wanted remote cemeteries to practice these types of things at and that is how bachelor's grove got as screwed up as it is so they see everything at bachelor's grove from full body apparitions to uh you know just like phantom houses phantom carriages uh it's it's a mess there uh the most unique ghosts they have are, uh, and it's an apparition, are, are floating light balls. And I think most people who have been to the cemetery have seen one of these. And it's just real weird. They they come out at night, and they're just, like, different colors. And they just hover throughout the forest. It can't be attributed to anything. It's a truly unique apparition. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liken it to, like, Will of the Wisps.
0: I was just going to say, uh, it sounds like a Will of the wisper Yeah, but spirit it's, it's most...
1: You know, and the th- there's the things I've seen at the cemetery are just, like, disturbing across the board. I mean, like, people conduct rituals there. Uh, what was the story about the little girl there? Do you remember that?
2: Uh, so the little girl, actually, I don't think it's a little girl. It's the lady in white. Uh, the story is um, she's actually seen there a lot. Um, her daughter, I don't know if she died in childbirth and that she was buried there too, where she died very young. Um, the lady in white's there always looking for her daughter. Um, and I do believe she is buried with her.
1: Yeah, it's a, that's the one of the ones they've caught is actually photographic full-body apparitions.
2: And I have a whole story about the lady in white on my own.
1: Well, oh, What happened to you?
2: Well, so this is when I was young and dumb. I was like around 17 years old in high school. Um, my friends and I decided to take a drive up there and You know look you know check it out you know that's what you do when you're teenagers what have you um so we go down the old trail uh used to be where they take the bodies uh with the horse and carriage where they used to do it then um and you could feel a presence all around you the whole way through it was just i mean you could feel like something is following you into the cemetery and we finally got into the cemetery uh look around And this is when, this is way before they started cleaning it up. So there was a lot of graffiti on the headstones. Um, Just It was really trashy looking back then. Um, And actually, as we were leaving, you could smell lilacs. Um, We just had to be like, actually around this time, we went um, early to mid-November. You were, as you were leaving, you could smell lilacs in the air and there was nothing around. Nothing.
0: is that a scent that's associated with the uh the lady in white?
2: I don't think so. Um I, I don't know what it was from, but I could tell you <laughs> there weren't any lilacs there, so I do think it was something supernatural, something something was going on there. Um and then my friend she actually was giving well, I think it was the lady in anyway, white. She was she would get visitations uh, by the lady in white um every full moon. Uh, we just happened to you know, recorded and see when she'd get these dreams about her. And it was every full moon. um, She'd come and visit her. Uh, And we would look, you know, we heard later on that bleeding white is known to appear during the full moon at bachelor's Grove.
0: That would be such a cool thing to see. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it should be noted uh, that, that, bachelor's grove a lot of the parts specifically the cemetery those are not parts that the general public is uh allowed to go in right jeff
1: no you can walk right into the cemetery
0: well but i i thought that the cops still watch that area like you can walk in oh, some night. of the trails yeah, but I mean, like you can you're isn't most of it off limits to the public because they don't want no, people you, fucking can, around you can
1: uh, to uh, park across the street in the uh Forest Preserve. Uh, well, I think it's
2: Rubio Woods. Right? Yeah,
1: it's Rubio Woods. In Rubio Woods, and, uh, right? You know, you just walk across the street to the cell phone tower, and you can walk right in the cemetery. Oh, and you know, the only thing I was going to add about uh Bachelors Grove is that I've always said that I fear the dead less there than the living. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh you know, it's 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 the young and dumb ritual spot. Okay, like you know i mean it, it i like in this like feruza bach and the craft something like that <laughs> but, like they want to try some shit out in a you know a book they got you know communicate with the dead or whatever and a lot of times like they'll be successful and uh you know and uh but i've i've seen all kinds of like there are definitely uh groups there that ri- uh, that regularly do rituals you can tell because they try to cover up the symbolism that they've used uh, there was uh, one time i was there that somebody managed to draw an entire pentagram across different parts of the cemetery like if you, you know you step back oh
0: like dip. if you looked at it from afar it was
1: yeah well i could tell because what they they had done is that they had used something that uh you know bleached weeds or
0: whatever uh-huh.
1: And, like, if you followed the lines, it turned out to be a pentagram. Um, oh,
0: super fucked up.
1: Yeah. And then there's, like, uh, you know, I've seen, you know, like, various things I've seen in Crowley books carved into trees. And, you know, and then there's been people watching us when we've been in the cemetery.
0: Yeah, so, it's, it's, it's a mess there. It really is. That's one of the scariest things that used to scare me as as a kid is that um, supposedly a lot of the trees are hollowed out, right? For as like for people to be watching from.
1: Yeah, some of them are hollowed
0: out. Yeah. And they have like friggin' eye holes in them, and uh, you know that I I think in Ursula's book she also talks about that too, and she talks about you know obviously animals being found mutilated and things like that. And not in no, a way there's that
1: definitely like they hang ritual sacrifice animals on tree branches there. Jesus. Like, yeah. I mean like there's been a number of times where I've walked into the cemetery, you know, I haven't been there recently, but I've walked into the cemetery and I'd seen like, you know, mummified like birds and cats and stuff like that in bundles. Uh, yeah. It's, you know as i said the living are the ones that are way more screwed right. up there than right. the dead right like the dead are just dead okay like they're yeah. they're trying to they're trying to chill out you know enjoy the afterlife or whatever and you know there's a bunch of people in there that are you know and they probably summon things like you know cuz there is unique stuff that happens there i mean you know as i said that light thing is nowhere else in the world Like, they find the little orbs, you know, in all kinds of different haunted houses and stuff. Like, you know, if you watch, like, Ghost Adventures, they'll always capture, like, orbs flying by or whatever.
2: Right. Mm -hmm. Bachelor's Grove actually was on Ghost Adventures, where they showed that. Yeah. The balls of light.
1: Right. But the balls of light there are different colors. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, like, you know, Mm -hmm. they're not, you know, just your your standard ball of light. I mean, it's green, red, blue, uh, yellow, like, all kinds of different colors. So... It's really messed up there.
0: Now, the actual cemetery part is rather small. It's a small plot, and a lot of the graves um, have been desiccated over the years, as I understand. And and some of them are just so worn that you really can't tell the names of some of the people there.
1: So when we went and did photographs for the book that we had done, or the the tour guide book we had done, uh, we had actually photographed the grave of the child. And then when the negatives oh. came back there was like claw marks on the gravestone what the hell that's the,
0: the child of the lady in white
1: yeah wow so I don't I don't know if it's necessarily her child but it's definitely a child that's buried there you'll see all sorts of uh you know toys and stuff offered as gifts like right. kids stop by yeah, yeah little I plush really bears like... care bears my little pony what have you
0: Jenny, how would you describe your feelings while being in, like, Rubio Woods? Like, how, do, how does it make oh, you feel being in like there? Well, just feeling like being
2: watched all the time and you're just not wanted there. I mean, like yeah. I said, just leaving out of there, you feel like you're being chased out of there. I remember actually running down that path because <laughs> we thought, I mean, we could feel someone, like, like just at our feet. You know, we were so scared just leaving out of there. You could feel someone following you back. There were no noises or anything. Like, there wasn't, you know any sounds associated with it, but just that feeling just so intense, just all oh, so intense.
0: That is, yeah, that's a, that's a very scary feeling. Um, How about the, uh, the gray farmer story? The what? Yeah, that, the, the story of the, uh, the, uh, the farmer, you know, there's that's a one farmer ghost. That... Do you feel that's another resurrection, Mary?
1: Yeah, no, that's one of those that like, I, you know, it's like with bachelor's grove, there's just like a lot there to sort out. The farmer ghost is supposed to be the the previous owner of the land, and uh, you know he could be there. I mean, but you know he's definitely overshadowed by like all the other garbage. (laughs) The demons they
0: summoned, yeah,
1: yeah. He's like he's just there, like 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 uh, that one. That one is the least threatening of the ghosts. Uh, (laughs) So you know him. Actually, the white lady on some level, like you know, it's like. If, if Satanistic rituals report, uh, you know, happened there and, you know, there's some crawly uh, acolytes doing stuff there. I mean, that white lady, who knows what that could be. Mm-hmm. OK, that may not even be a lady. That could be something <sighs> oh. that got summoned.
0: Just, so, Jenny, do you, do you feel the white lady is a malevolent spirit overall or do you think it's no No, where... um, I
2: think she's more I think that she's more of a uh, protector of the cemetery. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, like I said, my friend, she actually would have these dreams where she's telling her stuff that would happen in the future. And it actually happened. Um, I don't remember exactly what it was now, because like I said, I was 17 years old at the time. Yeah. It's a long time ago. Um, but, yeah, it was just uh, finding out the history of it that, you know, there was such a lady in white because we didn't even know there was a lady in white until uh, we started going to these different um like, talks about ghosts in the area mm-hmm. um and she would tell us
0: well you never know what's masquerading, masquerading I, know. yeah yeah as as something else i i suppose uh, well any any other closing thoughts on bachelor's grove or other phenomenon there or any other well the only thing other
1: thing that's kind of of interest there is that there is like a you know a little pond back there uh and a lot of people who've investigated bachelor's grove believe that there are like, submersed corpses and or graves there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So you and, know, it
2: it's mostly comes from the mob stories. Yeah, and they're saying you know they would, yeah, they would they, shoot them and then just throw them in the pond back there. So like, I mean, you know that that's a story that are gangsters.
1: Yeah, I've never been able to validate that thing because that goes along with this like phantom car that shows up there. Uh huh. So like that's. You know, as I said, like, if they ever dredge that thing for any reason, I'm sure they're going to find all kinds of weird things.
0: <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Wow. So. Yeah, man. Bachelors Grove, definitely, definitely one of, I mean, probably the the coolest spot to check out if you're going to be out in that area. So, Jeff, Jen, are there any other cool uh, spots you would like to talk about about the haunted archer, the haunted south side. Anything else uh, that would pique our interest here?
1: Well, there's a couple more locations we'd like to draw your attention to. Uh, one of them is uh, referred to as the Healing Waters. All right, and I think I already sort of poked at this one a little earlier on in the conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is supposedly a uh, well. It's not supposedly there is like this uh, pond, you know in willow Springs, sort of in the back in the suburban communities uh you know if you're looking for it you can find it uh the reason it's called healing waters is it's it used to be a healing spring where uh native americans brought their uh wounded and uh that's where they you know tried to heal those folks up And, uh, you know, obviously some of them died. And this is, you know, lends credence to my theory that there's a burial mound somewhere around there. uh, Because, you know, if somebody dies, you got to put them somewhere. So, like, you know, and Native Americans put them in mounds. So, there are, you know, moraines and stuff over in that direction.
2: And that's on Church Street, correct?
1: Yeah, I think it's over on Church Church Street. It's kind of hidden back in the communities. You would never know it's there unless you were just, like, driving around random suburban communities. And then, you know, there's this, uh, what is it, a stone, right? I can't remember. It's some sort of a sign or stone that's there. So, uh, of all the haunted places, you know, it's, I don't know. Like, I haven't personally seen anything there, but, you know, it's worth mentioning as part of if someone wanted to do an investigation on it or something. Uh, the other place that we haven't talked about a whole lot is Redgate Woods, okay? Uh, and for those of you that don't know what Redgate Woods is, Redgate Woods is where the University of Chicago did their nuclear testing.
0: And I did not you, know we had testing here. To be perfectly honest.
1: Yeah, they. they if you go out into Redgate Woods, you, you want to tell us the, where the the markers? Or no?
2: I don't
1: know the Well, you've been to the markers, yeah, to the though, markers. right? Yeah, the markers. So they had to bury nuclear waste, basically, uh, for somewhere out in the burbs after they were working on the Manhattan Project in at the University of Chicago. And they uh, put these markers uh, out in the forest. Uh, they buried uh, two of the reactors they were working on out there. And, you know, the general story is people see all kinds of weird stuff there. So, uh, one of the things it's like, uh, it's often referred to as like the static monster. Okay. So like static, like it looks like it's fuzzy. Uh Like you can see it at night, but like, you know, it's, it's, it looks like literally white noise walking through the forest.
2: I've never heard that one. But... Yeah, yeah, it yeah.
1: happens that's around wild, like ninety fifth, uh, you know, the ninety fifth uh, forest preserve. So it's which is connected out into uh, Red uh, Redgate Woods. So that's one of the ones uh, that you know. And also, there's like all kinds of weird stuff growing there. I mean, you know, imagine burying a nuclear reactor out in the middle of the woods and just see what you know. See if poison ivy pops up or something like that. Uh... You know, the super villain. <laughs>
0: Now, now I I have heard of of static men before, but uh, not uh, definitely not here. Um, they're they're a pretty rare occurrence and rare uh, or haunting manifestation, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, dude, no one's dude.
1: really sure what they are. I mean, yeah. or what
0: causes them. So uh, that's super interesting. Damn, it's kind cool. of
1: unique for the area.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like th- those are those stories are kind of few and far between. Man, very cool.
1: So, And then the last little point of note would be the uh, Monk's Castle.
0: Okay, so, Monk's Castle, where's that?
1: Uh, you know,
0: St. James of the
1: Sag uh, Church out there. There's a graveyard. It's like the last graveyard on the Archer Avenue stop. Uh-huh. And, you know, the main thing people see there is they see a uh, old-timey hearse going down the driveway occasionally.
0: Really, a phantom hearse?
1: Yeah, it's a phantom hearse story.
0: That's fucking cool as hell. Yeah,
1: I mean, uh, there's not really much else beyond that where uh-huh. people will be walking up the driveway or out there in the middle of the night and see and like so, a, a phantom hearse on the road.
0: Okay, so it, it's driving on Archer or whatever street it's. Well, connected I mean, to.
1: I've heard it both on Archer and on their driveway going into the the church.
0: Wow, dude, I wonder if do people see anyone coming out of it or like ghostly forms, or it's just it driving? No, it's
1: just it's a phantom hearse with horses. So.
0: Oh, so it's like a, a carriage hearse.
1: Right, it's not Old like time a hearse, hearse like you know oh. Cadillac. It's,
0: yeah, yeah. So now then you definitely know it's a
1: <laughs> it's an yeah, <a> right.
0: apparition.
1: <laughs> right, it's not an apparition. Yeah, it's, it's not a you know a gangster yeah. Cadillac. It's a you know. All right. Horse drawn, four horse drawn carriage. So, and that yes. just apparently comes down the driveway and, or it comes down Archer Avenue and runs into cars and then disappears.
0: Wow. Yeah, definitely way cooler than Resurrection uh, Mary for sure.
1: Well, or I mean, Sur- there's right? nothing to take away from Resurrection Mary other than like it may, it just may be like one of the folklore type things. But, yeah. you know, outside of that, I think that that pretty much wraps up what's going on in Archer. I would yeah, say.
0: but but how about it? Like, think of all the things you've talked about. Aside from the the things that are folkloric, it's like you got Bachelor's Grove, that's got. Again, so many different hauntings, so many different activities from the orbs to weird shit people summon. The lady in white, the invisible houses. We I know we didn't really talk about that that much, but you know, there's that's one of the other hauntings that are there, right? People see like phantom houses and right. Other if you're looking
1: structures. across the lake, sometime or um, the phantom houses, uh, specifically Bachelors Grove, where you're if you're looking across the pond, sometimes you see a phantom house.
0: Man. You got you got the the, the Grey Farmer, you got the Hookman story, you got the Phantom Hearse, uh, you got the Healing Well, you got the Haunted Prostitute Ashbury Coffee House. Uh man, like it's just it's a cornucopia of hauntings.
1: Right. It's a lot of stuff in one spot. So and we've probably even missed some things with the I and M canal. I'm sure there's some different stories about that.
0: Wow. Uh, well, I want to thank you guys. That was absolutely spectacular. Thank you. Uh, definitely have to have you guys on again because I, I know you have. This is just the the tip of the iceberg of haunted stories you guys have for me. So we'll in another time come on and we'll talk about some of the uh, other stories you want to tell me. Um, But uh, yeah, thank you guys for uh, sharing your evening here with us and telling us some of these cool stories. And definitely I'll put a a little link in the show link to the book and uh, encourage people to go pick it up, check it out, and maybe go see some of these spots uh, on their own responsibly uh, where they can and, you know, give the Ashbury some business. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, it's been great
2: being on.
0: Thanks. All right, cool. Well, thank you, guys. We will see you next time.